You're listening to Binging the Devils for a One Piece Manga Read-Through Podcast, where sometimes during the binge, we take a break, kick back, and put on a movie or TV special. And sometimes, we even bring along friends. Hello, everybody, and welcome to... For now, what will be the final episode of Binging the Devil's Fruit Gaiden, where we discuss the last two episodes of season one of the One Piece Netflix live action show. I'm your host, John Mugiwara Jam, joined as always by my co-host, Jack Peanut. Hey! And my girlfriend. Me. You did, you are, man, <laughs> who has less patience on this channel, Austin or you? <laughs> I was getting to you. Welcome, everybody, to the to this, uh, the final episode of this season of Vision Devil's Fruit Gaiden, which I may not just use for the live action show. I might also use it for like some of the special manga adaptations that like other artists have done or some other weird One Piece thing we might find. Who knows? But for now, we're going to talk about episodes seven and eight, the last two episodes of the One Piece live action Netflix show. Which, fun fact, I did not share this when we were recording yesterday's episode. We watched the episodes we recorded last episode and this episode together. They were the first time Austin ever watched them. Mm-hmm. Because I'm bad with keeping up with streaming shows. Among other things he's bad at. Anyway, let's go <laughs> move on to episode seven. Damn. <laughs> mostly, mostly the languages. We love you, Austin, even though you can be a shit uh, sometimes. Loves you, too. So episode seven oh, opens on some dolphins, the bastards of the sea. Oh, oh yeah, because they're surprisingly fucked up animals. Yeah, uh, if you watch Casually Geographic, you'll know what I'm talking about. So they're having Buggy direct them towards the Konomi Islands, but they're not getting along with him, unsurprisingly. Yeah, considering he tried to kill them. What are you yeah. going to do, bleed on me, he says to Zoro? And he, he just throws him in a bucket for that. Or he threatens to throw him overboard. Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, not not only are you bodiless, you will die. <laughs> and yeah. then he tries to lighten the mood by singing a sea shanty. He comes up with the, at the uh, end. Oh, yeah. Oh, there once was a girl with tangerine hair. Stole my map and let me stranded somewhere. Truly a crafty, you crooked young lass. But you can't deny she had a spectacular, correct? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love you. And so when correct. he tossed him uh, in the bell, he landed on his nose. Yeah, he he really became a barrel of laughs then. Boo. Yeah, Luffy's determined to find Nami and see if she's okay. And, and uh, uh, so, on the other hand, the thinks that she uh, doesn't need to be rescued. It's like, nah, she she knows what she's about. She she she's where she wears her allegiance on her sleeve, quite literally, in fact. Well, like under her sleeve, but whatever. It's like, same difference. It's like, and Luffy's like, well, whatever choice she, uh, she makes, I want to hear it directly from her herself, and then. Well, I guess they arrive pretty quickly, or you know, we just happen to be starting this episode on the day they arrive, mm-hmm. and they have arrived at the Konomi Islands. Konomi, which was weird because it was called Kokiyashi, and we get Nami's personalized <laughs> uh, title screen. Anyone else figured out about how that pirate had lady lips and all oh, little babu Nami? Oh, it's Nami and someone else's children running through a field of tangerines. It's her sister Nojiko, by the way. Uh, yeah. Who's yeah, ready for some it, fucking yeah. heartbreak? Because I'm not, but I'm here anyway. Oh no. oh, no. This scene fucked me up. 
when <laughs> this scene fucked me up when I was uh, when I first read the, the One Piece manga. And uh, it also didn't help that when Austin, you and I covered the scene in uh, Binging the Devil's Fruit, my father died a, day, a couple days afterwards. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. So a little, a little inside baseball for you. Uh, not to set the mood or anything, but yes. Nami uh, is having a flashback to her time with uh, this woman named Belle Mare, but she's apparently she was disassociating during a uh, game of poker that she's playing with the other fishermen at Arlong Park, which, wow, they actually made it like an amusement park. They took the word literally, actually. Yeah. Like, I can see it like a conifer shooting gallery game and... I mean, to be fair, like after having played as much One Piece uh, Grand Battle Rush as I have played, uh, the the stage music for the Arlong Park uh, stage is like really, really jaunty and uh, party like, basically. So I guess it, it fits. Yeah, and she's going all in in the poker. But the other and... fishman thinks that she cheated. Uh, well, he goes in with a straight ten high, which. A ten high, Pfft, damn! She beat him with a queen's full. Fuck! But yeah, and then the fishman accuses her of cheating, and then he, he she threatens him with a knife. She's like, "We don't lie about money on the screw." To your face, anyway, because it turns out she was lying. <laughs> but she was she going to tell him that? And then Nami explores her uh, her old room, which had chains in it. It's her it's her old cartography room where she uh, drew maps for Arlong. Yeah, like Jesus had his dog. Like, I don't remember chains in the manga. What did change in the manga? You probably didn't see them outright, but like it, it's not out of character. Also, Nami weirdly had freckles as a kid. And uh, yeah, it's 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 going back to the flashback where Nami apparently is uh, hiding that she has a cartography book from uh, mm-hmm. Bell Mare. Possibly because she stole it. Which wouldn't surprise anyone in the freaking slightest. Yeah, because she uh, can't resist a five-finger discount. Well, the real reason is because Belmere and her uh, her sister and her were are very very poor. Mm-hmm. They, they live out like they live outside of the town, so they obviously couldn't afford housing inside. So, like you know, she resorted to stealing because she wanted it but didn't have any money. Like, well, that's. She's like, I, I didn't hurt anybody by doing that. You hurt the people you stole from. You hurt their business. Like, they're probably a small business. Mm-hmm. And she bitches about the tangerines that she has to eat all the day. H- hates being poor. Uh, and then insists they're not a real family, which hints uh, like, and then she gets slapped in the face for that. Oh, Jesus. Which is like the, you know, she's never hit her before. And then Nami runs yeah, off. Of course. Nami runs off. Off because of that. And then through Belmare talking to Nami, that she tells her the story about how she found them. She was so Belmare was a Marine that was uh, set to die from a uh, uh, a battle that her her basically entire battalion lost. But then she found she found Nami and Nojiko as small toddlers uh, and rescued them and saw she was she was ready to accept her fate uh, at, at the end of that fight, but um. Upon finding Nami and Nojiko uh, hiding under a rocket, she uh, she found a reason to live again. So she decided to raise them as her own daughters. Was she? Let's see. Was that thing for the manga? Was she marine or was Belmere a marine? Yes, Mar- Mar- oh, okay. Belmere was a marine. And of course, Arlong has to ruin everything again mm-hmm. by taunting 
Dick. He's the Dick of the Dickman Pirates. Sure. And he bo- he boasts about, he's like, you know, thanks to you, I know where every Marine Stronghold is from here to the Goa Kingdom. Well, I love that name drop for things that are coming to pass in the future. Like, actually, I think this episode has a lot of those. And he's just happy to have Nami back because he thought that her running out to sc- scour the map of the Grand Line meant that he lost her forever. But Good. no, because they have a deal. Where if Nami and- or if Nami uh, uh, saves up enough money, a specific amount, mind you, uh, he will uh, he will sell the town that he's taken over back to Nami and f- give them their freedom. And he's like, I'm a fisherman of my word. Because it doesn't matter to me, because soon I'll rule all over, all over the East Blue. I won't even need Kokuyashi Village. Well, Coco Village, they call it, because that's what it was called in the uh, the dub, but it, it's it's Kokoyashi in the manga. And then uh, Nami's like, the Marines will stop. He's like, the Marines can be bought and sold just like American politicians, or politicians in general. <laughs> clap, clap, clap. And oh yeah, this is when uh, Gop and his uh, men arrive at Baratier. Yeah, you said it right, you sack of shit. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. So, don't fuck it up again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, quick reminder: what's it called again? Baratier. You're just doing this to piss me off now. <laughs> a little bit of, and of the booze, a little bit to piss you off. John, what else is new? <laughs> so Zeph comes out to greet Garp, and Garp inquires about where Luffy, if Luffy's been here, and he goes, Luffy, what name so? Never heard of him. You want to have a steak and a beer? Garp actually rem- uh, reminds, uh, remembers uh, Zeph from his pirate days. He's like, ah, I've gone on the straight and narrow. I, this mm-hmm. restaurant's my thing now. Oh, yeah, that's when uh, Ko- Obi and uh, Helmepo decided to check out the bar. Yeah, well, first... Uh, oh, right, they, right. They arrive. First, the uh, Luffy and them arrive at one of the desolated villages in Coco Village, where some of the houses are just upside down. Yeah, like... Oh. Oh. So they are. They're like, oh, Arlong's a bad person. It's like, and uh, Buggy's like, yeah, so what else is new? Like, uh, come on, get me out of this bag already. I still love the lines. It's like it's like I'm tired of carrying him. I was like, no, sorry, Sanji. New guy has to carry the clown head. So, 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 that's such a great out of context line. New guy carries the clown head, and then Luffy and crew um, arrive on the village where um, the apparent mayor of the town, Genzo, is uh, collecting donations uh, apparently to for Arlong's monthly tribute. And, and then there's this one poor couple who asks. Do we, do we have more time? And then Nami suddenly appears like, nope, you don't have any time. Yeah, and uh, the fellow says, clearly hate her. Including, especially, especially her sister, Nojiko. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Luffy was about to confront her, but so stops him. He's like, nope, this, the, just, just watch how this plays out. Yeah, she even spits in a tribute basket. Oh, I didn't see her spit in the basket. I, I thought oh. she spit, I thought she spit on the ground, but if she spit in the basket, she spit in the basket. He's like, he's like you know what you can give Arlong? You can give Arlong these nuts. <laughs> you can tribute oh, these yeah, nuts. And another fast backwards, he returns the book. 
And then she she basically apologizes, like, "Look, Nami, if you ever need something, just let me know. I'll, I'll make uh, we'll work something out, okay?" Jesus Christ, Genzo is like perfect. Like, he looks like a little bit younger than he's supposed to be, but God, like down to like the detail. Belmare's hair, oh, Be- Belmare's oh, hair isn't like it, partially it, shaved or whatever, but like. Oh yeah, I think he does have the pinwheel. I uh, see that kind stick. of. They, uh, we'll talk about that when we get to the end of this arc. But like, mm-hmm. there there is one important thing that's kind of missing from this. But they did they did change a little bit in that uh. And that Todd, that scene where Nami and Belmer were talking. Yep. And then the, apparently, when Nami was returning, the book is exactly when Arlong and his crew attacked the village. And, and the touch that I love is that they're wearing the exact outfits they wore when they took over the town. Oh. It, 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 it would have been one thing to have them wearing the outfits that they that they wear uh, the whole time, but no, this is what they were wearing when they arrived. Like Kurubi had his hood up. Arlong had like the sash and like this overcoat. But um, there we'll talk about it later. But there's a character that's uh, well, a couple of characters that are actually missing. But they're not that important now. But they will be important later, which is why their presence was really missed. Yep, that's when Arlong flips the house. Mm-hmm. Table flip. How about have you heard a house flip? And then oh, and that yeah, that's, that's when gets the scars. You want to know how I got these scars from a fisherman who just really liked hitting me with it. And Nami inspects the donation box. And it's like, you're short. It's like, yeah, you didn't hear us say that we didn't have any time to get more. <laughs> oh, my God. And Nami says the coldest thing I've ever heard her say. It's like, our long blood is dried. Then find more blood. Yeah. That's Ebenezer Scrooge and, levels of cold. Uh, that's when she finds Luffy in the game, Paladin. And she's not happy about that one bit. No. Yeah, Nami says this is what Elsie belongs. And that's a real hub. This is and what this is where you belong being the uh, being the Mister Potter of this village. <laughs> it's like, well, I, all I wanted the map and I handed it to him. That's the only reason I took it from you. Never was a part of your stupid crew to begin with. Luffy doesn't. Uh, yeah. b- Luffy doesn't believe that at all. Yeah, and she insists he never wants to see him again. Take these clowns to get out. And Buggy here just said, "I resent that," but I think that would have been a bit. <laughs> that would have been a bit much. I think. Yeah, but of course Luffy doesn't quit. Well, yeah, they 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 so they go up to meet with Genzo to ask more about Nami. Uh, yeah, and, and he inquires what they're doing. He's like, "We're gonna we're gonna take down Arlong for you." It's like men twice your size went there and never came back. Good luck with that. You wouldn't stand a chance. Yeah, and Buddy points him out a different house down the Tangerine Grove that could ha- that explain things to him. I'm sorry. Did you say Buddy pointed the <laughs> pointed the different direction? But he. Oh, it sounded it sounded a lot like but but buddy, I didn't know you had a cameo in this. Why aren't you on the picket line with the other actors? Uh, don't <laughs> tell me you're a scab, buddy boy. But buddy's like, you call me that one more time, I'll give you one. <laughs> uh, yeah, he could probably be a nasty scab. And yeah, this is. Oh. Yeah, they they they're oh, they're, yeah, they're, okay. they're told they're told to go to. Uh, they're told to go to uh, Nojiko's house to uh, confront her, but uh, before they could knock on the door, uh, Nojiko has one thing to say to them. I got a shotgun. Technically, it's a rifle. What? Well, I had to work in your favorite running bit from the channel somehow. <laughs> yes. Well, she's 
He keeps insisting that uh, Nami's a thief and... She's not to be trusted. Why are you even here for her? It's like, my sister doesn't have any friends. So the sooner you realize that, the better. And then not, and then Sanji puts on the suaveness and offers, tell you what, you tell us more about her if I cook you a meal. It's like, I don't have much. Uh, it's like, you'd be surprised what I could do with very little ingredients. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you would be. He can cook up like basically a like a five-star restaurant meal with basically nothing. Yeah, and... <laughs> Usopp's like, oh, try, uh, Usopp's word. I'm like, Usopp, your word's not very good. But they don't even say that. <laughs> Nojiko's like, all right, you better have dessert with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So uh, Garp is chowing down while, while Kobe and Homepo look, just look bored or in horror, depending on how he's eating. It would be really funny if, like, when we get to, like, the bigger banquet scenes after they finish a uh, finish fighting a character off, that they, they, just, they just eat monstrously like they do in the manga. But mm-hmm. I, think, I, think, I think I'm hoping too much for that to happen. And yeah, so uh, he continues to try to question Chef, uh, but he keeps dodging the question by talking, talking about, about by talking food about and wine. And oh yeah, they they were confronting each other in the past, back during his pirate days. Yeah, he's dodging the question. It kind of reminds me, like like uh, I remember there was this one time my uh, my grandparents uh, got into a uh, got to an argument over something really like, really dumb. But uh, my, my grandmother was like clearly upset. But then my, my 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 granddad thought that the smartest thing to say in response to the argument was mm, the soup's good, hon. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, dude, <laughs> I love my grandparents, but like like complimenting the, to the food is not what you say in an argument. So that, that's that's the vibe I got from Zeph here. It's like mm, it's a it's a rare okay. It's like um, you're dodging, you're going to dodge the question, are you? What question? <laughs> And oh my god, that one fish man with the big it looks almost like a tumor on his head. You might want that you might want to get that checked out. <laughs> and well yeah, Arlong Park truly is a party. It like it, it looks like Coney Island up in here. Or at least Con- how Coney Island looks in Spider Man too. Uh can't wait to play that. Uh, and oh yeah, that, that 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 part was awesome. I just thought of something. What if there was like a Fishman who was just a blob fish. No bones, he was just a sentient blob with a sad face. Life is pain. <laughs> Fishmen are so Just look at me, for example. Well, Austin, the reason why that, that joke works is I'm going to tell you right now. Arlong and one other one you won't meet for a while are the only racist ones. Oh. And oh, this is uh, and then, and then while while Arlong and his crew are partying in uh, Arlong Park, uh, they they come they they are now visited by a corrupt Marine admiral, uh, or as I like to revere them, Sumi, the man formerly voiced by by Vic Mignogna. Oh no! Oh, and oh, he's, I forgot he had whiskers too. Like they got all his mouse qualities down to a T. Yep, right down to the sliminess. Mm-hmm. And it's like here, uh, and so Captain uh, Captain Zazumi, uh, just like I have uh, some uh, concerns about uh, the villages you've been destroying. It's like, and then Arlong literally does the maybe if I slip some money, you'll forget all about that. It's like it's getting harder to cover up your tracks. Where turns out, yeah, he's been bribing this marine for like God knows how long. And it's like you know what? 
this is a party. We'll talk business inside. And then Zombie and I was like, now we bring the money. And back uh, at Nojiko's house. It's Nami and Nojiko's house, actually. Like, it is their house. Oh, yeah. And she is impressed by Sanchi's cooking. Yeah, that, that like, uh, potato pie, whatever he made, that that actually looks pretty good. I think it's an actual dish he makes in the anime that I've seen. It's like it's like a potato uh, uh, dish or something, and then that's what Nojiko uh, s- spills the beans on. Uh, uh, what what uh, what's really going on with Nami? Which um, fun little d- uh, deviation from the manga. This isn't a big one, but uh, Luffy's actually listening this time. Luffy falls asleep and says, "Nope, don't care." And uh, while well, this is being talked about, oh yeah, who's ready for the live action adaptation of the scene that fucked uh, me up? No, 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 yeah. So. Uh... Uh, yeah, this is in the past where everyone has to pay tribute. Like, uh, uh, the, uh, every adult has to pay a, uh, about twice the berries it costs for a kid to live. Otherwise, uh, they die. Yeah, so then Arlong eventually goes to Belmer and Nojiko and Nami's house, and, uh, uh, and then she try. Uh, so then Belmer uh, grabs the nearest weapon, and, and she tries to tell that the uh, fishman pirates that. I got a shotgun. But then they, they tell her, "Bitch, you thought." Yeah, yeah. Uh, she has to pay. Uh, she hides Nami and Nojiko to try to convince the sharks that she's the only one there. So she pays, pays the tribute for the adult. But they couldn't help but notice. There was three balls set up on the table, and I remember the, uh, the I remember the original lie was like, "Oh, I'm having company over for dinner," but uh, that's when the kids spring into action and say, "No, that's for us. You can't do this, Belmere. Don't no." Uh, well, actually, they spring up after uh, Bel Belmere reveals that's for my children. the The money's for them, um, so thus implying that she's willing to give herself up so that her kids can live. Yeah, no, I'm not. I, I know this. I know uh, this scene fucked Austin up when we read it earlier this year. And then, um, Nami and Nojiko spring into action, telling that no, you can't do this. Why didn't you just lie? And she's like, I would never lie about you two being my daughters, no matter what. And then she's saying that you de- you both deserve to live happy and full lives. And I'm sorry I couldn't do more for you, but, uh, uh. Use this opportunity to live fulfilling lives in my stead. And then, then the most heartbreaking line in the entire uh, uh, arc comes. Nami, Nojiko, I love you. And then she gets shot down. Or if you were watching the four kids version, she gets sent to the dungeon while Arlong points at her. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I forgot all about that. And then it was followed up with like... And then it was, I, I distinctly remember four kids Arlong went, if you can't pay the uh, cash, you go out with the trash. What? Yeah. No. Yes. Yes, that really happened. Oh. Wow. God, what a, what a horrible company. I'm glad they went bankrupt. <laughs> Twice. Yeah. They were they were they were fucked ever since they lost the Pokemon license, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. the Yu Gi Oh license, and then the Ninja Turtles license, and then they were cooked. Mm-hmm. Well, how can you feel bad for a company that uh, who's uh, who uh, at one point said white is the default? Wait, what? 
What? I, I heard that through uh, Chris Wolfhard. I, I, I'm not going to. Uh, oh, I'm not going to back that up. Uh, no. All right. So moving on. Um, uh, not uh, Zoro and uh, Luffy decided to go on, on the roof and talk uh, about what they just happened. And this is a really good scene. I, I like this one too. And I didn't think I would get it either because I firmly believed that Luffy was going to fall asleep and not pay attention to the story. But this time he did. I think that was a quite a interesting change. But I think it was a good one because I think that would be a little jarring for most artists. It's like, wait, why doesn't he want to know about what, what's up with her? He went he went to this island to find out what, what's going on with her. Why wouldn't he want to know? So I, I understand the change now that I uh, verbalized it in my head. Yeah, Luffy's after hearing the story, refuses to believe. Still refuses to believe that Nami is willingly serving all along. While uh, so still does still uh said yeah like uh she says they told them to leave but uh, uh Luffy points out yeah well so did you, um, and he insists that. Uh, uh, they still uh, has to be a reason. And while that's all going down, uh, um, Nesumi is accepting his cutback from uh, Arlong. But uh, he insists that Arlong starts having to pay more if uh, with how uh, active he is and how hard it is to cover up his tracks. It's not money, it's free speech. The court, Supreme Court has uh, said so. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh all along threatens Nisumi to accept the regular amount instead. And it's it's like don't and Arlong starts starts uh assuming the racist intentions in his words. It's like it's like do you do you believe uh do you believe I'm stupid? It's like no, I've not it's like do you have any hatred towards me? Uh, or do you think I'm inferior to you? It's like it's like no, we. I don't have any problem with uh, with you at all. It's like, it's like oh, but your your government certainly does. And they feel they felt the need to enslave my people. Slavery's been abolished, but but your prejudice remains. Yeah. Um. Without spoiling uh, too much of um. With, okay, so without spoiling too much of One Piece, the whole uh, slavery was abolished thing, a fucking lie. No, no. It's like a fishman is one of the. It's like we're not racist. Of uh, one of our warlords is a fishman, and then our long name drops Jinbei. And it's like Jinbei's a fool. I serve no man. Who's Jinbei? You might wonder. Ah, uh, you have to wait a couple more hundred chapters. I'm sorry, <laughs> but you probably already know if you've seen some of the art. But I'm not going to say more than that. If you're a new listener to the to the series, and then after that little scare. Um, Arlong gets him to agree to a smaller cut, and then Nezumi just fucks off. And then Nami's like, oh yeah, well, what about our deal? What about it? It's like, I have the money. It's like, oh, you do now, don't you, Nami? A hundred million? He's like, I'll go get it for you right now. I was like, you've been holding out on me, haven't you? It's like, no, I, now you're ready to honor the agreement. I, I'm ready to pay you right now. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Fine. Sure. Uh, don't mind that my webbed fingers are tied across behind my hand. In fact, they're webbed. How am I doing that? Anyway, I have an idea of how Nezumi can earn that extra money he desired. Oh. Well, now I'm wondering how the hell can a fishman cross their fingers behind their back? Because they can't. Can they? They're webbed. So, uh, back up 
Baratier, uh, please tell me I pronounced that right. I don't care at this point. We're not going to be here much longer. Just don't, yeah. just don't try and pronounce it wrong. Kobe and Hemepo uh, decided to just uh, 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 have some drinks and they start opening up a little bit. And Kobe uh, starts wondering maybe the straw hearts aren't really the villains. Maybe are we the baddies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's that from? That's that's. Um, it's from. A, I think it's from a uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost movie because it looks like I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Uh. And that's when uh, Gar- Kobe uh, just lets loose that Garbus Luffy's grandfather and downs another fucking shot. <laughs> uh, I love that line, but. Oh, I still don't know. They both love meat. It's like, that is a question I'm going to choose not to take out of context. By the way, to, to answer Christine's question, it's from a British sketch comedy show called That Mitchell and Webb Look, in which two men play Nazis and realize they're the bad people in World War II. Okay. <laughs> well, then. Yeah, and, and yep. So he he <laughs> he basically makes like Austin says, Gar uh, is Luffy's grandfather. And then they're, they're down, down to shot like right then. By the way, I've been holding on to this for a while, and I've actually been uh, forgetting. And I, I, yes, Christine, love of my life, what? you and Helmeppo have something in common, and I don't know if you're ready to hear no. it. Yeah, yeah, I know we're the same birthday. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I guess I didn't. I guess I told you already. You told me. In- Quite a few times. Well, now I've, I said it on content. But um, going back to the discussion of the episode, um, Garp and Zeph are having a much longer talk with one another. And Zeph basically tells me, like, you know, a new generation is rising and it's uh, and uh, there's not much you can do to stop them. And uh, Garp basically says, the hell I can't. And uh, Zeph reiterates, look, the last thing I want to do is put myself in the middle of a family dispute. So I don't want to get into your business. The... Mm-hmm. By the way, yes, I did see Luffy. He's really special, and he reminds me of uh, someone else in our glory days. And they, and then Garf really doesn't like that. He's oh. alerting to how he, he's a lot like Gold Roger. And then uh, Garf really doesn't like that. <laughs> he's like, hey, look what happened to him. It's like, executed, skewered by Marine pole arms. Yeah, well, that was kind of your doing. Yeah, and yeah, and that's uh, Kobe and Hameko, uh Helmeco, it's Helmepo. <laughs> Give me a break, John. I'm drunk and my cat's biting my toes. <laughs> well, but, the toy, not the toes. Buddy's like, uh, get your get your character's name wrong, will you? That deserves a bite of the toesies. <laughs> and then yes. and Kobe and Helmepo inform Garp that they have a lead on uh, Luffy and crew. And then uh, before they leave, uh, Zeph... Uh, reiterates what i think is also the, like, the major overarching theme of the series period it's like there's a new generation rising change is coming whether you like that or not there's not nothing nothing you can do to, uh, to stop that and then uh we got we cut back to the uh, nami nojiko's house where uh <laughs> buggy's trying to freak out usopp while he's uh setting up bombs for the the assault on Arlong park and yeah buggy's taunting usopp saying and and he doesn't think that he doesn't stand a chance against a bunch of fit, army of fistmen. Well, I mean, he's not entirely wrong. Oh, and he says it's been a long time since he got had some smoke 
Fish. Oh, implications. It's like, it's like, oh, it's like, it's like, you guys have any extra food for me? I'm like, Buggy, how would you eat it? You are separated from your stomach right now. Uh, she just shuts his mouth with tangerines. Just shut him up. New guy shuts up the clown head, he says. <laughs> uh, that bit's only going to be funny for a season and a half. The Sanji won't be the new guy for much longer. In fact, Sanji's still the, the, still the new guy where we're recording so then uh, nami yeah, goes to, nami goes to dig up the treasure that she promised to arlong and then nojigo finds out that that that's the whole reason that she wants to go work for arlong uh because she uh only agreed to bury the navigator she saves up enough money to um buy back the village then mm -hmm. <clears throat> um and then and then shortly after that um Nazumi comes in to claim the uh, the, uh, the treasure because that's what Arlong was up to. It's like uh, uh, he Arlong wants Nami permanently in his uh, in his employ, so he's gonna he uh, hires Nazumi to take the treasure from her, so that way they can take it back and then uh, keep Nami around forever. Because like he loses his greatest asset if she buys back the village, and uh, they attack, and they and then Nami runs off uh, upset as they take her treasure. Yeah, and let's see. I and meanwhile, Arlong is giving a rousing speech to the fishermen about how they rule the seas now, and uh, or they will one day. Like today, it's Coco Village. Tomorrow, it'll be the, uh, the East Blue. We will we will get revenge for our brothers and sisters that were enslaved by the uh, by humanity, which is a thing that is happening in the world of One Piece. But it's not an excuse for what he's doing here, as we understand. Like it's mm -hmm. like. Uh, Arlong is just uh, is, is a radical. Like the rest of them, don't think like he does. It's just Arlong is just your first exposure to them. Well, really, your first exposure to them in the Netflix show is the waiter and the Bradier. Oh uh, yeah. And, and then, uh, and then we end off the episode with the scene that made me a fan of One Piece oh, for the rest of my fucking life. Oh god, they uh, did this scene perfectly. They like, did this perfect. The he does. Nami's at a breaking point. She's crying. She's looking at the Arlong pirate tattoo on her arm. And she just fucking stabs it. Yep, stabs it repeatedly. Not as much as she does in the anime. She does it like once or twice here, because I imagine that probably really fucking hurts in real life. Um, Even though they don't really show you do it. No, she does it three times. Then... She stops, or rather, someone stops her. Luffy stops her. And that someone is Luffy. And she says to Luffy, what are you doing here? You don't know anything that's going on. He's like, no, I don't. Which, that line no longer makes sense in this version of the, uh, the story because he was listening to the story. In the manga, he, was, he fell asleep during the backstory, so that doesn't make sense anymore. But nitpick, doesn't matter. Uh, and then she finally begs Luffy for, uh, for help. Uh, she turns to him and says, Luffy, help me. And then that's when he passes on the hat to her. In fact, I'll have us watch that scene real quick because that is such a powerful moment. Not mm -hmm. just not just in the original, but also here. They do it pitch perfect, shot perfectly. It's just so perfectly well acted and written. Because it's lifted directly from the page. And then Luffy declares... Of course I'll help you. And then he declares to the rest of the crew, 
We're gonna uh, let, let's go to Arlong Park and take those Fishman bastards down. And that's the end of the episode. Like holy shit! They ended that episode the best possible place they could have. Like Jesus. Yep. So and that and that was episode seven. So now we talk about the final episode, episode eight, the worst in the East. And this time I'm sober. Yeah, um, I wanted to keep this as a bit of a... I, I didn't want to have to throw too much inside baseball on this, but uh, we're recording this the day after we did those last three. Um, yeah, oh yeah, I remember this scene uh, being really sad, but they just give her the tattoo as a kid. Yeah, they. I don't think they ever depicted her getting the tattoo in the manga. Like, they just... She just eventually had it one day. Oh, and it's that old-timey style where they just... Pick you with the needle. Yeah, this had me scared because I intend to have a one piece tattoo at some point. I but this made me think, yeah, I think I'm willing to wait for a bit. <laughs> mm. And yeah, so like oh. so like the only reason they were able to do this uh scene is because there's a key difference in the One Piece uh Netflix show versus the original story. Um because in this, um the villagers don't know that Nami only do did this to uh um, to buy back the village and win their freedom uh, in the manga th- they knew and they pretended not to yeah and uh, this is a a really sad scene as you see her just chained up and working so hard that her fingertips stop bleeding yeah and I remember she uh, she, uh, she she told uh, I think she tells Luffy later in the episode she's like oh yeah for, for my birthday one year he took the chains off but they thought that would be a good birthday gift hmm and yeah. and then we go back and Arlong has burned down Kokoyashi Village. Dick move, Arlong. Real dick move. Yeah, and this is when uh, the village... Oh. You, don't you have the summary up? Oh, fuck me. You're, you're sober and you forgot. <laughs> Uh yeah, and this is when the uh, villagers. Yeah, so the village the villagers uh, uh arrive again, and they, they, this time they've had enough, and they're gonna go fight uh along themselves. And it's like, oh, we didn't know. Can you ever forget? So I'm like, yep, okay. So that's where I knew that they changed this. Like they didn't know that Nami was doing this to save them. Uh, which so it it's, it kind of messes with it a little bit for me, but it's not it's not sacrilegious that they did it. It's just you know kind of ruins the impact, honestly. But uh, Nami warns that they will be that they'll be massacred if they uh, try because we all watched them try, and uh, Genzo has the scars to prove that they tried and failed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was grisly. Oh, fun! And, and I Nami, can add. Nah, Nami pleads with them not to uh, uh, not to do it, but they go anyway. She's mm-hmm. saying this is uh, this is her fight, and then Luffy's like, "Nope, it's ours." And. Uh, Yeah, and the, it's just where uh, they do start doing that much from the anime. No, where they, we actually don't even get that, oh. which, which, which is upsetting. We get the final title oh. drop where it's Arlong's name on the One Piece logo. And I love that the E is his sawtooth blade. Hmm. But first, before they mar- march to Arlong Park, we catch up with Garp, who is now, he's finally caught up with Luffy. He's at Konomi Islands because, uh, oh, oh, oh. and he's, um,. <laughs> 
with Nasumi. Yeah, he he he's he's finally scheduled a, uh, a meeting with uh, Vic Mousnana. <laughs> Oh, gee. Nah, and you, still I, not as gummy as Vince McMahon. Uh, Rick Lasagna. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He was voiced by him in the in the Funimation dub. I know. I, you told me last episode. I, I want everybody else to know that I'm not just doing that just to make a dig at him as much as he deserves it. And then that's when Nozomi uh, talks to uh, Garp. And then Picarp is fully aware of the corruption going on. Uh, and this is how you know this is a fictional story because the government is uh, st- stamping out corruption and uh, uh, government officials being bribed. He's mm-hmm. mm. like, oh, we heard you've been, uh, uh, we've heard the, uh, the fishermen have been buying you off. And it's like, but I thought in poli- I thought in politics, buying people off was what, was what we did. It's like, yeah, but you have to mm. not get caught. And he tries pinning the blame. Assuming tries pin the blame on uh, Luffy and his crew. Yep. But Kobe does buy one bit. bit but Nasumi insists it's true because he outranks him. But uh, Garp's like, I'm a vice admiral now. If you're if you're willing to st- uh, to stop with the uh, the pissing contest, uh, yeah, you're gonna hear answer my questions. Hmm. And who is that guy with the fedora hat, by the way? That's Bogard. His that's Garp's right hand man. And yes, he was named oh. he was named after Humphrey Bogard from uh, Old oh, Hollywood. Wow. Yes, remember uh, Oda is a big Hollywood fan. Now we finally get to the attack on Arlong Park, where smoke bombs have been placed everywhere. I'm guessing planted by Usopp. And then we and got kind seen, of a yeah. march to Arlong Park, where they just marched right in. Yeah, and Nami's actually with him this time. Yeah. She doesn't do a terrible lot, but she's here. Oh, this fight's so good. Yeah, I remember in the manga uh, so far yet, I haven't seen her fight much. Yeah. I guess that's going to change as the stage progresses, or? Yes, actually, we're, we're coming up to her first uh, one-on-ones, um, not too far from where you are now. Oh, good. good. This f- oh, this fight's so good, though. Yeah, that choreography. Yeah, I'm thinking this is where most of the budget to the show went, uh, the, the, the fight choreography. Like, my God, like... It's just I, like I, I know I'm, I know I'm singing the praises of this, but like th- like this is where I, this is also I think one of the finest scenes in the in the series. I I will point out though that uh, Hachi and Momu are missing, and that uh, yeah. Hachi being yeah, missing is uh, an unfortunate implication for the rest of the series because Hachi becomes important later. Oh yeah, and uh, but also Momu, no giant sea cow. Oh, and yeah, as uh, Nami and Luffy get the map to the Grand Line back, like uh, he see, he's where uh, Nami was kept for all her childhood. Yeah, the other reason I miss Momu again playing a lot of Grand Battle Rush on the Arlong Park stage, you can jump on his head. <laughs> oh, and, and then Arlong comes in after they arrive at Arlong Park Pagoda, and he has the Sawtooth Blade out early. The fight has to go on for a while for him to bring that out. But as but, but as their confrontation begins, Usopp begins his fight with Chu, and by uh, fight with Chu, I mean run the fuck away from him in the dark forest. <laughs> yeah, this is another one thing from the manga where he just tries uh, hiding behind a hole in the wall and hoping it will he'll just shoot something. It's really not that different. Usopp does run from Chu and just fends him off in the forest where no one's watching. 
granted, that does spell to my big problem with this uh, so so far. Usopp hasn't done much. Period. Like even uh, even, yeah. even against Kuro, he didn't really get a moment to uh, shine. Really, like even against his arc villain, he didn't do much. And, oh, and, and, then, uh, and then when he finally does something, no one's around to witness it. And th- th- he even oh, says this in the show. Yeah. And we get a little bent up between uh, Sanji and Soa, which yeah. is I fe- Yeah, I felt like during this very scene is when when this show truly felt like One Piece. It's like, yeah, we got the emotional moment, but then we got the badass fight in the, the pool of Arlong Park. And then Arlong gives his uh, speech about why it's, why, he, why it's okay for him to be racist back. <laughs> hmm. Not all, but all on. Not all humans. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I couldn't resist. Well, the, the, honestly, yeah. Nizumi did the worst one. We're not racist. Uh, uh, now, <laughs> my best friend's a fish man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Online keeps going oh, on about out how he's going to start like a new age of fishmen in the world. Yeah. All because of the the persecution of the uh, fishmen, which, granted, does happen. I've mentioned that before, though. But yeah, you know. I wonder when we get to that in the manga. Uh, you got you got you have some time to get to that. Um, but but Nami um, Nami finally stands up to Arlong, saying, "You told Nizumi about my stash. You were never going to keep your promise." And it's like it's like oh, I promised that you uh, let you go if you if you turned in the money, but you never did. Mm-hmm. And I remember the manga says, now all you have to do is find another 100 million berries. He's like, don't worry, I'll, I'll let you save it up again. Yeah, and this... And, oh, and then Arlong takes a swing at Luffy with the sawtooth blade, but uh, either he stops it to intimidate him or Luffy blocked it. Yeah, like... Like all about about how he was able to use Nami more efficiently than Luffy ever could, which really offends Luffy. And then he snaps the sawtooth in half, telling her that Nami's not a tool to be used. Yeah, again, like they they, they, they <laughs> yeah. really they really condensed this whole th- bit with Arlong. I re- if you remember Austin, because we we covered that not that long ago. Like the, mm-hmm. they they go back and forth for a while. Another thing I'm, miss, I'm missing too, but even, even though it's a bit, it would probably be a bit too silly for the live action series, remember when he took all of Arlong's spare teeth and put them in his mouth? Oh yeah, I missed that. What? Fine. And then um, yeah, and and then there was also the, that also Arlong using his own uh, teeth as castanets. Although we do get a callback to that, the fact that he can regrow his teeth instantly um, in in this. Oh yeah, when he knocks out his teeth and they immediately regrow. Oh God. Yeah, he just rips off off a set of uh, Alon's teeth and uses them to bite him. <laughs> He's stupid, but I love it. This is, and I'm also going to save that image for the uh, uh, for the podcast for the video podcast. If you're not watching the video, you're missing out on this. So then we cut back to uh, uh, Chu chasing uh, Usopp through the uh, uh, the woods. They're spinning out booze like like a barrage of bullets. A, a slight tweak uh, uh, from from what Chu Chu can just spit water, period. But I do like that he's specifically doing it for alcohol. And so that and basically implying that he can do that with any uh, uh, liquid, but he just chooses to do it with whiskey. 
But oh yeah, so uh, still uh, is still uh, a little weak from his wounds. Yeah, another thing they also that 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 they they managed to carry over that that works because like if you remember in his fight with Hachi, he was struggling. Uh, one because he doesn't have all his swords. Two, he was still not fully recovered. But instead of Zoro fighting Hachi and uh, Sanji fighting Karubi, they're fighting t- the rest of the fishmen together. Hmm. Oh yeah, and they st- I, f- I completely forgot Buggy's still in a bag in the, uh, on Sanji's back. And they have uh <laughs> they have Buggy's uh uh body. body hanged up like a prize at one of the game boots. Yeah, you you have to play a game of stinky feet to win him. Oh my god. <laughs> and Buggy promises to help him if he gets his body back, but surprise surprise. For surprise surprise. He, he gets the fuck out of there. But not but not before giving them the finger and uh, saying exit stage left literally. <laughs> don't worry we'll maybe we'll see him again we better see him again fucking clown <laughs> <laughs> like that that, that delivery guy got, got me every time fucking clown <laughs> so yes mm-hmm. Usopp and Shu face off and yeah also pulled from the original story Usopp fakes his death with ketchup so uh, as, as upset as I am that uh, Usopp didn't get too many moments to shine, the fact that they got his first major fight pretty much down pat, I'm happy about. Yeah, and uh, while uh, bullets don't work on a fishman's hide, Usopp uh, instead gets out one of his uh, exploding in little pellets. And Chu taunts him saying, yeah, what? I, my skin's tougher than bullets. He's like, oh yeah, well you know it's not tougher than your skin? Oh, well, you, you know what's tougher than your skin? Uh, <laughs> um, a fireball. Oh, yeah, well, how are you going to do that? Uh, you've been drinking alcohol this entire time, uh, which is flammable, idiot. And he hits him with a special attack exploding star and incinerates you. Yeah, great. Well, there he goes. And while uh, Oopsap feels triumphant, he realizes Oh, my God, that. look at him. He's just... Just, no one's just, gonna believe his story. Yeah, Usopp even <laughs> says, "Like, yeah, the great Cap- uh, Captain Usopp defeated uh, a fishman, and nobody saw it." Look at him. <laughs> the gem, them just holding on his charred body feels really. It's almost funnier than the uh, the original story where like he whacked him a couple hundred times with a hammer to make sure he was dead, and then Karubi comes in and challenges both Sanji and Zoro together, as opposed to when he fought Sanji alone. Oh yeah, I forgot about that little pool. God, this is so good. Yeah, well, uh, the the pool played a much more prominent role in the original. Where like uh, yeah. the Luffy, uh, Sanji and Karubi fought actually did fight underwater, and there is a great moment that gets missed uh, where um uh like Luffy's uh, drowning uh, in in the ocean, and Sanji's trying to save him, and Karubi tries to uh, hold him down and keep him from fighting him, but uh, Sanji uses up whatever oxygen he's holding and blows into his gills and makes uh, uh Karubi suffocate. <laughs> So we so we, we we don't get that unfortunately, but we do get a nice fight between him and Zoro and Sanji. And, and yeah, here's the scene you were talking about where uh, Luffy punches his, his teeth out. Yeah, and he he draws they grow. Yeah, they they fall out and they grow again. Eek. I'm pretty sure sharks can actually do that. They can. But, That's why you find so many shark teeth on the beach. Or like they're immune to cancer. Huh? They are. Mm-hmm. Random factoid. Yeah. So, so, it sounds like someone's been watching some more casually geographic, or if, and if not, you should be. He's he's hilarious and informative. 
Casually Geographic. That sounds Casually awesome. Geographic. It's this guy on TikTok who uh who has like who like does like really short videos about like fun facts about animals and like but like his comedic timing and like the descriptions he uses for like the terrible things the animals can do to you are really oh, fucking uh, funny. Oh, is it the fun. guy who said that cats are basically invincible? Um, I don't know. Oh, I might think of someone else. Like it, it, it's just this, it's this one guy who, who's like talking with like a headphone up to his face. You probably you've pro- you've probably seen him. Cause he was there was this one guy I saw who was talking about how ridiculously overpowered cats are, particularly to fall damage and how they can co- control their bodies. Yeah, and, and he also has he also has hysterical descriptions for uh uh because TikTok has a sh- like strict um has like strict guidelines <laughs> on nice for him to pause on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these edible these edi- these edibles ate shit are long twenty minutes later. <laughs> um uh so, um, uh, he, because TikTok talk has uh, strict guidelines on using the word death and kill, he has to come up with funny phrases that, uh, that like, like, like activate your life insurance or something like that. What? Uh, when we're done reviewing this, I have to bring up some of his videos, especially the one oh, we're talking about. We're especially the ones where he has to talk about how do- uh, we talk about how dolphins please are do. assholes. Please do. All right. So, All um, right. Let's, let's, yeah. back to the that fight after Luffy knocks out Arlong's teeth, he regrows more, and then he actually starts landing hits on him. And then Arlong taunts him saying, he can't beat me, but you know, it's like, I can't beat you, but I can destroy everything you built. Oh. So then he starts destroying the, uh, the pagoda from the inside out. He's intentionally missing and just hitting all the beams. And that actually bothers Arlong more than any punch ever could. Yeah. Cause I, th- cause I think he knows what, cause I think he knows thing, what he's uh, doing. What Christine? Down, like in the manga. Cause, like, Cause I think Arlong knows what Luffy's doing. Yeah, because he, he. Yeah, now he realizes it. Specifically, going after the beams. Yeah, wasn't small of you to uh, go straight for Luffy while I was no. in front of the uh, beams. Yeah, well, this is basically what Luffy does, but he does he does it. Well, how he does it, uh, he does it in a much bigger way in like a minute. So he's intentionally letting Arlong punch him uh, so to to break all the support beams that have uh, the pagoda uh, crumble. And, and then, uh, meanwhile, back at the fight with uh, Karubi and uh, uh, Sanji and Zoro, um, oh, uh, Karubi Sanji takes his jacket off because because uh, he insulted Nami, and <laughs> Zoro's like, "Oh, now you done it." Mm-hmm. And then, guess what? Sanji starts shouting some of his attack names from the manga, and they're oh, all they have, uh, French names. The, yeah. the, they're French ta- uh, table terms. Oh, oh, wow! And then he yeah, gets him with the Mouton shot. Amazing. <laughs> and then, and then we get a call back to the line from the first episode where he's like Mouton shot, and then uh, Sanji's like, every fighter calls out their uh, their fighter finishing moves. And Zoro, who originally was uh, despised that, he went, yeah, you're gonna fit in right here. And Look of course, and then, who's up the rise late to the party? Late to the party and claims that he followed their plan all along. Yeah, and that's when they notice now that the Arlong Park uh, pagoda is falling. Nami gets out. And uh, Sanji opens up for a hug, but Nami hugs the other two instead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, love the that little that, that bit. Yeah, the, the, little, the little tiny character moments are the best parts uh, so far. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like you have to get like this. Like, the, to me, the small stuff is really important because a bunch of small things add up to one big thing. And then Luffy unleashes the Gatling, which I don't think we've seen him do yet. That's so cool. No, not even in the manga. 
No, not well. He did it in the on the uh, the Sir Village arc. Uh, that was the first time I saw him do it. But we haven't seen him do it in the uh, that live action show yet. And is he gonna do that finisher? Um. Yeah. Why don't you wait and see? I forgot the name of it, but I know how it goes. I actually, I, yeah, I know, I know what movie he uses. So like, uh, Arlong charges him one more time, and then Luffy lifts his leg into the air, breaking it through the roof, and then slams his foot down onto Arlong. The gum gum battle axe hitting Arlong, and then just sending him fifteen floors down, knocking his oh. ass into the pavement. Oh, and the manga didn't he like uh, twist his arms and uh, grab Arlong's head between his feet. Um, he probably did that at one point, but the battle axe is how he finishes, finishes him off. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of a different movie. You're, you, then. you know what you're actually thinking of? Arlong did the shark and awe attack where he like spins like a drill to, uh, and he uh, went towards Luffy. That's what you're probably thinking Ex- of. Excuse oh. me, shark and awe. Yes. Instead of shock and all, that's funny. Oh, I gum love gum it. whip. That's what it was called. Shit. Well, well, gum gum whip is where he like kicks his uh, leg out like a whip. Oh, oh, no, no. Okay, what the hell was that move? I, I you know. know it's where I, he, like, twists his arms. I know what you're talking about. His legs. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Oh, he, he did, like, the pinwheel, and that's where he got his legs stuck on the ground? Uh, yeah, he, um, he, just, he spun, spun Arlong around, but that's why he got stuck, and Arlong threw him in the water, which, as much as upset as I am about some of the cuts in this, I'm glad they cut out the whole entire gag of Luffy being caught in something. Luffy getting caught in shit and then trying to get him get him out for 500 chapters or whatever is always boring. <laughs> Funny mm-hmm. for like the first time it happens, mm-hmm. but it gets old. And then yeah, Luffy yeah. emerges from the rubble of uh, the Arlong Park and does the, the iconic Nami, you are my friend. Not Nakama, weebs. You're my friend. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm extra salty that the Netflix social media is uh, doing the whole Nakama thing. I fucking hate it. Like, stop it, stop it. No, <laughs> no Netflix. Uh, bad. <laughs> really? <laughs> is that supposed to be the spray bottle? Yep. <laughs> so then, after that, the uh, the the uh, villagers of Kokiyashi. Yep, uh, Sanji made them all food. Uh, they're pouring booze. They're celebrating. Mm-hmm. As is tradition, per tradition in every big uh, battle arc in One Piece. A big feast afterwards, and holy crap, that big dish that Sashi's cooking everything on. But hey, you gotta feed the entire town. Yeah, it's massive bowl. <laughs> well, and uh, Usopp is also uh, giving some exaggerated... Uh, yeah, uh, he, he's, oh, uh, yeah. He, he's, uh, he's offering tales. He, he's like recapping uh, in his eyes how the fight went down. Mm-hmm. And then Zoro goes up to uh, Sanji and asks for a second. It's like, oh, you liked my cooking. It's not that bad, but, I, but give me more. Yep. Uh, um, uh, Usopp is... Uh, we, already, we already mentioned Usopp's doing his like little exaggerated uh, stories. But then... Uh, here's where we really deviate again. Mm-hmm. Garp has arrived. He's finally caught up with Luffy and crew. And then Garp calls for the Marines to arrest the Straw Hat Pirates. And... Uh, Kobe directly disobeys the order. He's like, nope, I'm not following those orders. He, I know he didn't destroy the village. That was Arlong. Go after Arlong and arrest them instead. Yeah, Obi finally uh, grows a pair. Yeah, he stands up yeah. to his direct commanding officer. He, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like he really got his backbone compared to his debut in the first and episode. And also shockingly, uh, Helmeppo backs him on it. Mm-hmm. Anyone else like to follow their lead? <laughs> and, uh... And, and, um... Yeah, and then they, they, then they surround uh, the Straw Hats. But then Garp uh, confronts Luffy personally. Yeah, and this is where uh, we get the fight between being grandfather and grandson. Yep, which I'll point out has never happened yet. There has never been a one-on-one fight between Garp and uh, Luffy, so this has been interesting to watch. And just just like Yakuza, he took the jacket off. It means he's serious. Although I don't I don't know if we want to see Vincent Regan's uh, uh, titties. Oh God. Yeah, and he basically yeah, and then Garp. Speaking of Yakuza, he tiger drops Luffy into a house. Is that what that was? Uh, he didn't do it to the the stomach, but he it, it looked like the tiger drop. God, that, that's like my favorite move to use in Yakuza. Someone comes after you, tiger drop, they, they fall down. Yeah, and I could have sworn I saw it, it, that move in uh, Pirate Warriors 4, but I can't for the life of me remember what it's called. There's a move that's like it, used by a character you haven't met yet. Ah. And he, he does it without actually punching. <laughs> and he uses both arms to do it. I, I, know, I think I know exactly who you're talking about. And then the, the fight just goes on. As uh, Luffy just refuses to stay down. He's not going to let his grandpa push him around anymore. Mm-mm. And then Luffy pulls out the gum gum bazooka to try and uh, hit Garp with it. But Garp is wise to his ways, grabs him and throws him to the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and let's see. Well, for a oh, bit. he didn't do the bazooka. I'm sorry. It was the rocket. Oh, yeah, the rocket. <laughs> and. And then (laughs) he basically clotheslines him in the face. And then Garp insists that the world is too dangerous for him to be a pirate. And it's the grand, especially in the grand line where. And he says Luffy's not ready because he sees it as a child's game. Yeah, he still views this 17 year old boy as a child. Mm hmm. I mean, in the eyes and, of the law, he still is, but, like, he's clearly independent now. And then Luffy and, once again declares, I'm going to find the One Piece, and I'm going to become King of the Pirates. And he even has a full hearty laugh, which reminds Garp of what happened when and Gold Roger himself yeah. revealed it, but that he left his treasure in One Piece right before he was executed. Yeah, characters seeing Roger and Luffy is a predominant occurrence in this uh, series. Hmm. And then that sends Garp into a laughing fit of his own. Yeah. And meanwhile, the the Marines and the the other Straw Hats don't know what to do about that. They're like, "What what just happened? And Garp decides, you know what? Have your way, Burger King. I'll let you go. Number 15. Burger King. Yeah, and Garp insists that uh, they have to go find Arlong now, so there's no reason to be on the island. Other than to find Arlong. Yeah, and put him in prison because uh, 
Yeah, that that lines up. I'm pretty sure Arlong's still in prison as of uh, now. And then <laughs> Zumi's like, wait, you're not going to... But then Nami hits him over the back of the head. Good. That's the closest thing you're going to... Seeing to her fighting, I guess, at the moment. No, she fought in the, the uh, Shelltown scene. And she, she'll get her moment oh, yeah, to shine. Yeah, 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 yeah. If season two adapts the way I think it's going to, she'll get her moment to shine. Mm-hmm. She'll have she'll have her one on one one day yet, and, and that, uh, that's when Garp yeah. turns to him and, and and says, "You know, it's like it's like I I just wanted you to know, I just really wanted you to know that the uh, the, the the ocean was as uh, as as dangerous as it is." And he he's like, "I was testing you to make sure you to make sure that you knew." Yeah, I hope I'm not spoiling it by asking, but is that a thing in the manga or did they? What the uh, Luffy and Garp meeting like this? No, Luffy, that he was just testing him the whole time. Um, it's been a while since I've seen the scene where Garp actually meets Luffy, uh, uh, in, uh, in the current timeline. So I don't, I, I couldn't tell you for sure. Well, the, the next time Austin, I'm going to see that scene will be with you. So I'll tell you then, <laughs> or you, oh, you, yeah. and I, you and I will find out together. I said, I forgot about this part where Nami and Nami visits uh, Belmail's grave. Yep. Well, I mean, I didn't. Oh, yeah, that was from the manga as well, wasn't it? Yeah, she did meet, uh, she did go back to uh, Belmail's grave, and I guess she poured whiskey over it or something. Or no, I think Genzo does that. And then it, uh, she finally uh, decides to, uh, she found a place where she belonged. And apologize that she didn't understand all the sacrifices that she made for the for her and Nojiko. Uh, that composition. Yeah, I, 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 I should have. I don't know if I pointed this out yet, but uh, the the whole thing about the uh, the pinwheel, uh, that's pretty important because that's part of uh, uh, what Nami brands herself with from now on. She has a pinwheel tattoo with a tangerine. Oh, I thought that was like a very. Uh tattoo it kind of looks like that too so that's probably it it's like a pinwheel uh uh dollar sign with a tangerine so the netflix show doesn't go into it but the reason why pinwheels are significant is because uh when nami was a baby and uh belmare first introduced her to genzo uh she uh, she would uh she was terrified of genzo because genzo is a scary looking man uh and she would always cry whenever uh uh, she was in front of Genzo, but Genzo had thought quickly of how to make her smile, so he picked up a pinwheel and put it in his hat, <laughs> and that made her start laughing. Uh, Lost Austin, Austin, you you remember this? We just covered that. Oh uh, yeah. That that, but they kind of changed it in this one for time, where it's like they make pinwheels out of the tangerine. So, sure, it's better than removing it entirely. Yeah. And then yes, uh, Nojiko uh, finally talks to. Uh, Nami and they make amends, and then she uh, tells her that she's going to set out to sea with them. You fulfill a dream about making a map of the world. It's just a shame, though, that we don't get the scene from the manga when she uh, leaves Kokoyashi Village. She she runs through town, uh, jumps onto the ship, and then she reveals that she's uh, robbed everyone before she left. Oh, my... <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, she, she robbed oh. literally everybody. Oh, great. But I think she like le- I think she like left that the the treasure that Arlong took uh, in its place. Like she robbed them of their uh, of their petty cash, but le- but left them uh, uh, the treasure that she saved up for Arlong. Mm. And yeah, there's the pinwheel. 
So yeah, she, she didn't leave, uh, rob them blind. She just took some of their money. And speaking of tangerines, Luffy's munch, munching on one right now. Of course he is. It wouldn't be Luffy. Was it munching on something? Oh, oh yeah. This is when uh, Kobe delivers the news that uh, Misumi wasn't too keen on... Uh, He'd be hitting the head. Yeah. yeah. So that's where he delivers the news that Luffy's now a wanted pirate. He has a, a bounty of thirty million, I believe. Mm-hmm. And while yeah. uh, Kobe went freaking as, crazy, and while Kobe feels as bad news, Luffy is a star because that means he's he's well known again now. Ah, uh, wow! Really takes me back to when Luffy's bounty was so small. <laughs> <laughs> and here he goes. He's yeah. going crazy. He's he's he is ecstatic ecstatic that he's a wanted man and i love that they basically imitated the picture from uh the manga where it's oh, yeah. it, it's, it's, it's in the background with his head facing away yeah and that's that's how uh um kaya and everybody back home recognizes him <laughs> interesting that they didn't have like his eyes closed like he does in the uh and in the manga but um yeah but it's, it's it's pose for pose it doesn't matter the only other uh thing that does kind of uh miff me a little bit is um you know how every character like interacted with their uh water poster and, like ripped it in some way luffy doesn't oh, do we that we didn't get that with luffy no but maybe you know what maybe that's how they'll open season two. Oh, i mm. hope like he does uh punches to it with a gum gum pistol or like he does no better he does the gatling and punches more than one hole in it oh Oof. Well, I, I got a better idea. When they finally announce that season two is coming, he should punch holes in the shape of a two. Nice. Uh, and then that's when Luffy and Kobe finally say goodbye to each other, which is strange because I distinctly remember them saying goodbye to each other a long time ago. <laughs> I, lo- I love him posing with like the the uh, the the wanted poster like it's a mirror. It, it just makes me think. It's like that's a picture of him. They, he, someone had to tell him to smile for the camera. Yeah, and not yeah. Usopp uh, insists that he's famous now because he's in the pack. Yeah, it, it, and the and there's like, oh, you you guys are just jealous. You don't have your own bounties yet. All in good time, everyone. All in good time. <laughs> and then so, yeah, yeah so insists that it's not good news because. Now that he has a bounty on him, people are going to hunt him. But Luffy's like, well, then it's a good thing we're not staying in the East Blue then. We're going to the Grand Line right now. Yeah. And, and oh, yeah, this is when we get. I love this montage where everyone they interacted with in a season learns about Luffy's uh, bounty. And I just noticed that the news coup collected payment for the paper and put it in his little wallet. <laughs> Did you see that? Oh, I missed she, it. She paid him. Look. Look as soon as the scene starts. Okay, it's done. And oh, (laughs) yep, he has a coin. He has a coin purse for uh, for uh, for taking payment. That's great. Yeah, it's a legitimate news business. Why not? I still remember back when I lived in uh, New Jersey, where like my parents would give me like a quarter and say, "Hey, go pick up the Philadelphia Inquirer from outside the church." Hmm. The church is now a royal farm. Yep. Oh, and there we can see Kaya's house again. And look, she's not looking as sick anymore because she's not drinking that Baja Blast anymore. Yeah, and she recognizes Usopp. 
Yep. Aww. That's sweet. And then, and then we cut to the Baradier where uh, uh, Zeph puts up the uh, <laughs> the the one poster on the 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 menu uh, cork board. Yeah. And uh, I noticed some uh, little uh, Easter eggs on this cork board. Oh, uh? um, what's that? Where is it? It's um, Alabasta is on one of those business cards. Oh, where? which one? Which one? I'm pointing at it. Your with my, my favorite mouse. chapter in that RPG game. I don't see you pointing at it. I'm sorry. You didn't. You didn't see my mouse. Okay. Well, no, I didn't. Okay. Well, look directly to the right of the um um of the wanted poster. It's the business card directly to the right of it. The brown. Uh, the brown business card. Ah. Uh. Oh cool. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I see it. Awesome. And then guess who else is also not happy about the uh? Especially Sancho has posted over his wanted poster. Yeah, he might be worth it more than him now, I think. Yeah, and he definitely wants revenge, and... You know who else wants revenge? Yeah, familiar face also offers suggested team-ups. Hmm, I wonder if anything Uh will come... I think, I wonder if that team-up will ever come to pass. (laughs) Yeah, I'm wondering, and, uh, how it's gonna work, uh, if she's gonna have the Slim Slim food as well, or what? Uh, what are you talking about? Didn't she eat, like, a devil's fruit? Yeah, but why are you spoiling that for the live-action oh, only audience? me! <laughs> shit! I, I, I've been real good about not spoiling shit for everybody else. Fuck, sorry, everyone else. That that idiot. conversation didn't happen. That conversation didn't happen. Garp then you know, notices he- the, uh, 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 the, uh, wanted poster, and then and then proclaims to Kobe and Helmepo that he's going to personally train him. And that's that, that basically leads that that's kind of a sort of an adaptation of the uh, cover stories where he does train him himself. Hmm. It's too bad we won't get to see them like beating each other with kendo sticks in the middle of the night while these tiny little bird chicks watch. So, huh. I, I just remember that. We, we, have, we just recorded that episode like last week. <laughs> <laughs> And then they and, they agree they agree to be trained. Yeah, of course. And let's see. Is then after that is when. Uh, oh yeah! Oh yeah! This scene where Mihawk uh, informs Shanks and his crew of uh, Luffy's rise to, uh, to to fame. Yeah, and uh, all while he's hungover. Yeah, I mean, when it's it's the red hair pirates. When are they never hungover? True. Good point. That I'm trying to see in like the crew if I recognize anybody else other than Lucky Rue, uh, Ben Beckman. I remember li- someone pointed out lime juice was in there. I'm like lime juice. I don't. I don't ever remember seeing lime juice till like later. But I, I guess they grandfathered him in. I don't. I don't even see Rockstar. But Yasop's there, of course. And yeah, this is where. Uh, he uh, deliver- tells him the news about uh, the wanted poster. And then he's proud as shit. And then he's like, oh, let's go drink again. And Mio's like, but but you're, you're, you're drunk already. Yeah, we'll get we'll get a second hangover. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> and it's like the, the two hobbits from the Lord of the Rings. It's like, but you've already had a hangover. Yes, but what about, what about second hangover? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah, yeah you've been joined for a drink. Yeah, party between the two of the hardest characters to unlock in Grand Battle. Hooray! 
<laughs> no, really, you have to be super hard mode <laughs> to get unlock Shanks and Mihawk. And then back on this uh, going merry, uh, not uh, Luffy and crew got Nami a little present, a tangerine grove in the back of the ship. Aw, mm. that was that's a nice gesture. And now she's wearing her uh, manga clothes again, or I think this is her first time she's wearing her manga clothes. Period. Because, but, I mean, granted, Aww. she's been wearing outfits from the series, but like this is the when, when we got her uh, white shirt and uh, orange skirt, and then that's when Nami's like, "Oh, we got you a present too." And, oh, oh, unfurl yeah, the sails when they unfurl the sails too. Us- Usopp drew an actually good uh, version of the uh, straw hat insignia. And Luffy, like a kid in a candy store who just saw his uh, the tree, uh, a kid. Luffy, like a kid who saw the uh, tree uh, on Christmas morning, goes ballistic. You know, when I first saw this, I was I was like so ha- I was so 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 happy for him. Yeah, the, and, and Naki Godoy is a tr- is a treasure of his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's even sitting on the go and marry. It's his spot. Mm-hmm. And then that's uh, and then before the well, we end off this uh, little um, season, uh, Nami points out that uh, the entrance to the Grand Line doesn't make sense on the map. It looks like a river canal that goes into a mountain and over it, almost like a mountain in reverse. Implication. Oh yeah, they skipped Logtown apparently. <laughs> they, apparently, oh. the, the 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 Arlong Park is how they end. Well, they don't skip everything from Logtown. They the, the our final scene in the uh, the series uh, so far, anyway, is the uh, the cast off ceremony where they put their uh, feet on the uh, barrel and they declare their dreams. And um, maybe we'll just go through it. Uh, I forgot. I forgot who went in what order. I think Luffy obviously was last. Sanji is going to find the all blue. I do like them overlaying their uh, uh, backstories over them saying it in, in uh, the present time. Oh no, Luffy doesn't last. He's going to be king of no, the pirates. Second, so is of course going to be the world's greatest swordsman and never lose yeah. until he does. Nami and is going to draw, draw a map, a map of, the world. of the world. And Usopp has and to Usopp? think about his, about his for a minute. Yeah, particularly what his ambition is. Which, um, Austin, you're in the arc where he uh, fully embraces what he wants to be. He's going to become a brave warrior of the sea. Oh! And then we get, and it do, doth my ears deceive me? E- I'll turn it up for us, but then after they de- after they declare their uh, their dreams... Are they playing it again? Yes. Oh, yes, they are. An orchestral version of We Are starts playing. Hell of a note to go out on. It's like it's a it's an orchestral version of We Are, but then it goes into the Netflix theme. And that is season one, episode eight, and season one period of One Piece. Ah! Actually, no. no, 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 something else. We got one more thing. There's a lot of smoke. Just, we all got one more thing. Just like Nintendo Direct. Oh, but there's just one last thing. Who is that looking at Luffy's wanted poster and putting it out with a cigar? 
And why does he need two cigars? Man, yeah, I almost it's like you could almost say that that guy is a smoker. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And that was One Piece. Netflix. Season uh, one. Funny broke the curse. Alright, let's go around the table. What did everyone generally think? Christine, you're going first. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh about what? The, general the thoughts episode of or general, any season. Well, at this point we're done. So general thoughts about the series, period. Oh, uh, holy crap. <laughs> oh, no, for real. That's that's, that's like it was really good. You broke the anime adaptation curse. <laughs> Hooray! It's just holy crap, that's all you got? Yeah. Alright, Austin, you're last. Or next, okay, sorry. I was... I'm sorry, it was really good. I don't have anything else to say. Sorry. Go okay, on. like a lot of people, I had a lot of reservations when they announced they were doing a live action One Piece from Netflix. Especially considering Netflix's past record or hell even hollywood in general in the past record of yeah, live action anime adaptations yeah netflix last year or was it last year or the year before made a fucking terrible adaptation of what is considered one of the greatest series ever made cowboy bebop that only lasted for one season yeah and right after they had right after they had a right after they had a tease for like the best character that they cut for some reason and uh, I don't think the curse is entirely broken because uh, they have another anime adaptation coming in a few months, and it's not by Tomorrow Studios. Oh, and it's no. one of my favorites. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. I'm so scared. Oh, what is it? Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Hakusho. Are you serious? Yeah, they're doing a live action Yu Yu Hakusho. It's coming out December 16th. Oh. And they announced it uh, so close to the release date, but it really speaks volume. Well, we've actually known that they've been making it for years, but like we kind of oh, like put it. Oh. We, no, they, they didn't announce it existing. Like they just reannounced it after the hype behind One Piece. I'm like, yeah, but Matt Owens and Stephen Maeda aren't making this. So I've mm-hmm. gone back to reservations. Like, yeah, Netflix is also home to the live action Fullmetal Alchemist movies that yeah, Japan made. Uh, that Japan made, and they're fucking terrible. And also, and also Japan can first, get live action adaptations right. And also, and also, fun fact: the person who plays Scar is Zoro. Yeah, actually, McKenyu, the guy who plays Zoro in the, the uh, live action One Piece, he's in a lot of live action anime adaptations. Oh wow! Just this year, he was in the live action adaptation of Saint Seiya as Saint Seiya. Huh? And he, yeah, he Saint Seiya, and, and America was called Knights of the Zodiac. Mind oh. if I finish my thoughts? Yeah. Sorry. So, oh, uh, but then I heard how extensively involved Oda was to approving the scripts, the cinematography, and the casting. And and I saw how uh, passionate the uh, crew and the cast were about the source material. I thought, okay, this might not be a completely offer. This there's still a chance. And once I started watching it. Holy shit, this is awesome! Like, they actually did it! Like, of course, uh, when adapting an entire saga into, like, eight episodes, they, of course, gotta make sacrifices and condense a lot, but surprisingly not, they still kept in a lot of the important stuff, and more importantly, the heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that- and, you, and, you, and did you know that that was actually, 
like forty five episodes like forty five episodes condensed into like eight. <laughs> Let me put this into another perspective for you. Ninety five and a half chapters condensed into eight episodes. Really? Yeah, the log the the Rotown um arc is the last five chapters before they get to one hundred. So huh. since the only thing they have from Rogue Town is the cast off ceremony with like the barrels. It mm-hmm. so I'm gonna consider that a half because that was like a couple of pages if Austin remembers. Mm. Um so, yeah, ninety five and a half chapters condensed into eight one hour episodes. I didn't think it could be done. And personally, I don't think it was done perfectly but god given the expectations behind this and what's come before it you honestly i mean you could you could do do better but like you could certainly do worse like like this is probably the best case scenario you can come up with while with uh with making taking creative liberties while also honoring the wishes and legacy of not just the fans but oda himself I honestly mm-hmm. think this is the best case scenario we've gotten. And I am looking forward so much to how season two is going to fare out. Cause Oda has confirmed new crewmate next to season. And y'all know mm-hmm. who he, that, who that is. If you, oh, hell boy. Yeah. actually, well, if, if you're, boy. if you're Opla only, you don't know who that is, but Oda has said they need a doctor. My boy. To quote Van Halen, somebody get me a doctor. Wow, and I think Christine is uh, really excited because she keeps going, my boy. <laughs> well, uh-huh. uh huh. My boy is probably gonna be like season five or six, <laughs> mm. uh-huh. <laughs> depending on how they do this. Like uh, uh, Charles, who was our guest on the first episode, was like had like predictions of how the seasons would go. I said I don't think they'd smush them that much. Like I think mm. One Piece live action to fully adapt the the manga. You might need like fifteen seasons at least, because mm-hmm. remember the manga is not the manga is not over yet. It's in the final saga now. It's not on the final arc. It's on the final saga, and huh. the the recent saga that, uh, that just finished started when I was in college. <laughs> Excuse you? Oh my god! Yeah the 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 the, the um the uh, the four emperor saga that that started when I was in college. Wow! Holy shit! That was a while ago. Yeah, for context, I graduated in 2015. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, the casting pretty perfect. No surprise, Oda handpicked these people just like he handpicked the Funimation actors uh, for the the dub. Um, and I like, my, I had my apprehensions just like Austin did. It's like it's Netflix, it's Hollywood, it's live action, it's Netflix. When they're and their penchant for canceling things if they don't e- even meet a modicum of their crazy expectations inside job I haven't forgotten. <laughs> um, but I don't think the world's forgotten either. Nope. Uh, get, uh, bring my girl Reagan to justice. <laughs> um, but I like uh, my face started turning around. Like even from the first trailer, I wasn't convinced. I was convinced. When Oda put out that little message on Twitter uh, earlier this summer where he said, I sat down with the Netflix and the crew and uh, we, we had a, a tentative agreement to meet 2023 as our expectations. But now we've uh, made a new agreement. This is not coming out until I am 100 percent satisfied. Word for word what he said. Wow. So that's when I said, OK, they're 
this could go one of two ways. They're overcomplicating it, and he's being nitpicky and will lead to production hell, like some of the Pixar films did, where there's like creative differences and everything. Or the scenario we got, where we didn't get a perfect adaptation, because honestly, I don't think that's possible, given the scope, how much this production costs, and everything. But I think what we got is truly something special, and I'm so glad... And this is something I can introduce to my family, like family that are not into anime at all. Like I suggested this to my brother who does not like anime and he's interested. I said, dude, I, I said, dude, like you like Pirates of the Caribbean, like adventure style movies, uh, stuff, right? You might like this. And he said, okay, I'll get, I'll consider it. I'll report back next time if he, if he likes it or not. Oh uh, yeah, definitely. I can imagine myself uh, showing this to my dad because he watches a lot of stuff on Netflix and Your Amazon dad likes Prime. True Blood. I think he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my> god. Christine, <laughs> maybe maybe show this to your parents, see if they like it. My mom and dad already said they did my mom has already said she has no interest in watching it. Oh, Aww. not even a not even an attempt, man. <laughs> That's a shame. That my grandmother loves it. Like I, like I said um, before we started recording, my grandma has watched a ton of One Piece with me. She's on, For those of you that are familiar with the series, she's on the Davy Vac fight arc now because we've been watching for uh, quite some time because uh, like, I take mm-hmm. a little time out of my uh, whenever I'm possible to watch up like a bunch of it. Um, mm-hmm. And that's how far she's gotten because like we've been it's been a project every time I, I see her. So um mm-hmm. That's about all I can say about season one. Um, I am hopeful that the SAG after uh, strike will end. Hopefully, by the time you guys are hearing this, it is over. The WGA uh, strike is finished. And right. the other thing I'm hopeful for, please, everybody listening and uh, with the power to make it happen, cast Jamie Lee Curtis as Dr. Kareha. That woman is not only a very talented uh, actress, she loves One Piece. She watches One Piece with her daughter, and just like Christine, her favorite straw hat is Tony Tony Chopper. That's the <laughs> that's the perfect role for her, too, because of who Dr. Kareha is. Mm-hmm. So, honestly, does anybody else have anything else they want to say before we end this episode off and this little s- really. series off? So, I'm good. So that's going to do it for Binging the Devil's Fruit Gaiden. We'll be back when season two eventually gets finished and released. Or if we and decide to requ- uh, review something else One Piece related, that's not the manga of the movies. Yeah, I was just about to say, we also got the uh, manga and the specials and movies to tie you over for your One Piece fix. Yeah, so if you guys are here because of the live action discussions, I implore you to check out the main show where I cover the One Piece manga with Austin every two weeks. Um, about five or six chapters, sometimes seven if we're feeling crazy. Uh, and also in between, we reviewed the movies and specials. We reviewed Defeat the Pirate Gonzok. We reviewed movies one and two. One of those we had our uh, our dear friend Luffy uh, with, with us for. And also we reviewed special TV special one with uh, Rudy. And we intend to do the other movies around where they released when the manga was going out. So... Um, Christine, maybe you can come back from review uh, Chopper and the Island of Strange Animals. Yes. Yeah. I... And I and I know another movie I want to be back for. Oh, what's that? Is it Red? Yes. I I have big plans for Red when we get there, but that's not going to be till like episode two hundred and twenty <laughs> of cool. Binge of Devil's Fruit. No, really, I ha- I have this whole podcast uh, road mapped out. Let me just double check my math on that. Jesus Christ! What is all? I this? was close. Wow, wow, two hundred thirty-eight. <laughs> 
Wow. All right. So thank you guys again so much for listening or watching if you're watching this on YouTube. Uh, be sure to check out the main show uh, if you want to see us cover the story beyond this while you're waiting for the Netflix show. Start at episode... If you want to, if you want to jump right off where um uh ne- One Piece Netflix uh, left off, join us for Binging the Devil's Fruit episode twenty one, where we cover uh, ninety six through hundred, and then go from there. Um, and also don't forget to check out Super Bonus Round, the channel that the hosts this. We we're doing a bunch of uh, let's plays at the moment. It is probably close to Thanksgiving when you're hearing this, so we're still going through some spooky bone stuff like Resident Evil Five, Resident Evil One, uh, Chris with Rich, um. And Doki Doki Literature Club. And also, the uh, the Like a Dragon Marathon will come back once we get our hands on Like a Dragon Guide and the Man Who Raised His Name and when they put out the English uh, dub in the post-patch that they're doing. God, I'm still mad about that. Um, oh. Yeah. And Austin, don't forget, you also have a podcast that you're on that's not on our channel. What podcast is oh, that? Oh, yeah. The fuck is that? Uh, uh, the F is what's that? A podcast I'm a co-host with Rudy, who we featured on the podcast on here as well. We review weird and obscure films and shows. They could be good, they could be bad. We review them as long as they make us ask one sentence. The fuck was that? And they're mostly bad. And I was actually on the Christmas tree episode. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, I watched that with you. The actual movie it was freaking hysterical. In the wrong ways. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, so that's going to do it for Binging the Devil's Fruit Guide. And until One Piece Season uh, 2 releases on Netflix in 2025, I'm guessing, because everything is being delayed till then because of the uh, uh, SAG after strike, because the studios won't pay. ground to a halt for right now. Because the CEOs won't pay their actors fairly. Never forget that, no matter what they say. But until but then. In, but, in, but, but instead, they jack up the prices. But. W- so until then, I'm John Mugi, you are JM. I'm Jad Peanut. I'm I'm Katrina Yoko55. Oh, I almost forgot. You can hear more of Christina on Super Bonus Round. We did a playthrough of AI the Somnium Files together. We've also done a couple of other older playthroughs like Banjo Kazooie. Oh boy. Um Maybe one day we'll restart the world ends with you one that we deleted. Uh, what other? You're also on Yakuza Dead Souls, like the yep. the ass and Yakuza Four, um, and also you're in a couple of Deadly Premonitions. <laughs> yep. But uh, hopefully, and uh, maybe maybe you'll hear her in Sonic Superstars and Mario Wonder one day. I wonder if that will actually happen. Because they don't have fucking online. Alright, that's uh, peace, y'all. We'll see you guys uh, uh, wherever we see you. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Thank you for binging the Devil's Fruit with us today. If you'd like to enhance your binging experience even further, for just $3 a month, not only do you get access to episodes one week before they go live for the public, you also get exclusive access to our commentary tracks for our One Piece anime movie special reviews on our Patreon. The review episodes themselves will always be free to all listeners, but if you want the commentary tracks, that's patreon.com slash superbonusround. Thanks for your support.